0: I wonder if Mick Geeran's had any dreams which have come to fruition on a racetrack. He's up next. He's our man with all the New Zealand racing news. Mick Geeran joins RSN's Racing Pulse. Uh, There's no doubt he is a dreamer, Mick Geeran, and there's plenty to dream about this weekend in New Zealand. How are you, Mick?
1: The answer is yes, Michael. I'm well. Uh, I'm full of beans. I'm feeling good. I actually once had a dream horse won the Wellington uh, and it did, but I didn't back it, and I don't know why I dreamed it off. I think I've had two racing dreams in my entire life, and I had this dream horse on the Wellington Cup, and I've been waiting for my next winner to turn up from my subconscious, <laughs> and so far we're about zero. So, yeah, uh, not much. That. Well, Well, that. But it's gonna... remarkable for someone who often goes, for, I was in the Miracle Mile last week, and you, know, you go straight from the track. And I, I didn't go out drinking until so 1 o'clock in the morning by the time I get home. I never go home from the races, and dream about horses. Mm. I've probably I've done this for thirty-seven years. I've never come home from the races. I go when I'm sleeping. It never enters my
0: mind. Well, I'm going to ask the listeners zero four one six ninety fifty fifty two. Have you had a premonition? Have you dreamt a winner that has come to fruition? Uh, give us your best. Uh, we might try and find a prize as well. Um, gee, it's a day for dreamers. On Saturday, what a, a nice meeting we've got at Pukakoi. A Prowess, who missed uh, the derby, lines up against La Creek. That's mouth-watering.
1: Yeah, it's a good race. It's the bone crusher, and great to see them naming a race after bone crusher. It's the last of 2,000-metre-ish weight-for-age races, so it's 2,050 metres because of the Puccoee. So Prowess missed the derby and because they didn't think she'd copped the 2,400. And naturally, Michael, that makes you suspicious. You go, well, is she right? There must be something wrong with her the rumour machine does over time I really had a long chat to Roger James yesterday and I said look I'm going to put this in the paper and on the radio is she going to be as good as correct Mile Night and he said yes she is, worked brilliantly on Tuesday, Michael McNabb will get down to his lowest ever weight of 52 kilos or lowest as a professional jockey of 52 kilos to ride her and she probably should win but it's a very rare thing three year old fillies against the older horses in New Zealand is all but unheard of over 2,000 metres. So she's up against the history books. La Creek's ready for 2,000 metres. Maybe, and this is a maybe, the difference could be it's very, very warm in Auckland. And I think the track will be firm and by that stage of the day could be proper firm. And I'm not sure La Creek needs a proper firm track. I think she needs a five to a six to show her best. Whereas I think Prowess, who bounced off a very firm track correctly at night, will handle it better. So for me, Prowess is the beat, but it's a little bit too short to be getting too involved over La Creek. The other interesting race there, Michael, is the Sistema Stakes. We only have two group one two-year-old races in New Zealand. No New Zealand juvenile, ever has won the Karaka Million, a Group 1, and finished unbeaten in his two-year-old season, which obviously is what you try to achieve with these horses. Tokyo Tycoon should do that on Saturday. Won the Karaka Million coming from last, is unbeaten, and if it wins this week, it'll head to the paddock. Um, He's pretty good. Now, he he looks a little bit that short-coupled two-year-old type, I don't know if he's going to make a guinea's horse, but he's by a Japanese stallion, and they tend to get better as they get older. And so, Taino 11. But it'd be a rarity if he can pull this off. It's never happened before. The danger is a horse called Ethereal Star, who you will see in Australia at some stage. Big snitzel filly out of Aladora, who interred the VRC Oaks. She's pretty good. The blinkers go on this week. She's the only danger. And if she doesn't turn up in maybe a size produce in Sydney, I think she'll turn up from Andrew Forsman's new Macedon Lodge stable in the spring. So remember that name, Ethereal Star. Uh, She's up against the unbeaten Tokyo Tycoon, the Sistema. And the other big race is the Auckland Cup, which is half a million. Um, I thought it was a race in two between Dionysus for Roger James again and a horse called Aquitade. Lance Noble. Lance actually isn't in New Zealand for the race yet. He's at Kembler Grange tomorrow, where Polygon, wow. uh, who won the Royal Stakes last start, goes around in a three year old race, which will lead her on to the Vinery and potentially the ATC Oaks. Some bookies have her $26 for the ATC Oaks. Prowess almost certain to not turn up. Legato definitely not turning up. So in an Oaks market where there's a lot of uncertainty, Polygon would seem to be a likely runner. And if you can find that twenty six somewhere, you could do worse. Uh,
0: how was the reaction to Legato's stunning win last week back home, Mick?
1: Pleasant surprise. I, I don't think people were shocked. We know how good she was, and as I mentioned to you on the show last week, she was actually starting to run gun barrel straight. When she was a younger horse, she would put her head on the side, and it was an annoying trait. But in a recent trials track work, she'd started to run gun barrel straight, and that was crucial because obviously Mickey D couldn't have punched her through that gap had she been hanging. So not surprised, but a real franking of our three-year-old crop. We know that Sharp and Smart is good enough to win a Group 1 in Australia. Mm-hmm. We know Legato is. Um, trial is as close to as good as Legato. And then you start saying to yourself, well, what does this mean for the ratings of your crop and the ratings of your New Zealand derby and your 1,000 guineas and all those races? So it also raises the question of what it means for Prasir. Now, Prasir is the sire. Of course, he's an Australian horse. he went eighth in the Cox plate. He's the sire of Legato. And he's had a magical, magical season. Obviously, Levante, Legato, Pierre won the 2,000 guineas, prowess. It's just off the charts. A share was sold last night for him on English for two hundred and sixty five thousand Australian, so that's a one service share plus dividend. Mm. I think the Hawks will be starting to swoop now for the for the Price year Whether the Hunter Valley or Victorian Hawks. I'm not sure they'll get him off Rich Hill. Rich Hill's done a great job off a seven thousand dollar service fee book, which has now got up to about seventeen. He'll be fifty thousand minimum next season. But I Gee, I, reckon I, I reckon there'll be plenty of people who would have a brass here because, as much as Australian breeders don't tend to resonate towards New Zealand stallions, because obviously there's no AI, it means you've got to send the here across the Tasman. <clears throat> if Brass here or Purincanto turned up in Victoria or in the Hunter, Michael, they would get outstanding books because, quite clearly, they're producing horses. In Kanto's case, obviously, he's had the recent blue diamond one and he's got the Bokken horse. They're producing horses where, if they were standing in the hunter, they'd be a
0: lot closer to a hundred thousand in the figure. There you go. Um, that's fascinating. So, um, who was it that bought that share in price here? Do we know? Two hundred and sixty-five thousand. Uh, Carl. Holt. Carl Holt. Yes. Zaki. Lost and running. So, um, that's another uh, element to uh, what may be happening with stallions in the future. So, we might talk more about that next week, Mick, because I know well, you. It's, it's,
1: it's an interesting one because. You bring a lot of stallions in and you bring a lot of stallions in who stand for 50s and 60s and, and some will work and some will fail. There's no telling. I mean, I think that he stood for 7,000 this third season. But not the proven stallions like this, doing what this horse is doing. If this horse was standing in Australia, you can make a case he's doing every bit as well with as extreme choice with his best horses or any of the hype stallions over there, And then you start talking hundreds of thousands. Here's a horse who at the moment, Michael, Stands at 17,500 New Zealand dollars. So he's his life's about, he's 14 years old, you know, you gonna picking, picking up 14 year old stallions, you know, because they're older horses unless you truly believe in them. But what he's done this year has been quite clearly mm. the most outstanding stallion performance in Australasia this year. Whether the Australian market, which is all about two year olds, resonates toward that is one thing, but at the fees at the moment, that small change for the sort of people who go to the sales in
0: Australia. Hey, Mick, we're out of time. Can you give us... Is there any bet this week?
1: I think Tokyo Tycoon will win. Um, I'm pretty keen on Prowess on that firmer track. They're both too short to be absolutely tipping them out. There's a horse in a race at Pukakoe called Synchronise. Goes up to 1,400 metres. If it's ridden right, it can win. Synchronise at Pukakoe alongside Tokyo Tycoon and Prowess on what's going to be a really fun day at the
0: office. Race 7, number 12, synchronise. You can get $4.60. Good on you, Mick. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks for the time, Mark.